With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to Toffee TV. It is the annual look back from the season before. We are starting with the defence for the season review. That, of course, includes Jordan Pickford as well. Um... So, should we just get into it? Get straight, just get into it. Straight into Jordan Pickford played 37 times, eight clean sheets, saved one of six penalties. A massive, massive save it that was. one was. It was. Um, saved for game 3.4, which is 69%, and errors leading to goals. Uh, just the two, mm-hmm. but, but a lot of people would say that's too, too many. So, what have you been... What are you, been your overall thoughts on Jordan Pickford this season? Yeah, I think he's been he's had another good season. Two years on the run. Um, I think his form's been generally excellent since that. From take it back to the Derby game he won at Anfield. Really, it was around that time he'd just been off the team and he'd come back in. Um, and I think from then, his form in general, well, he's had some spells where he could have done better at times, but I think in general his form's been excellent for that. Mm. And this season, again, big, big part why Everton have stayed in the Premier League was down to him. And, you know, you, you just mentioned there the penalty, the only penalty he saved was a, a huge one uh, against Leicester. Obviously, it wasn't the greatest penalty in the world, but he, he knew where he went. He made the save and that game effectively kept Everton up because if Leicester would have won that, and that game would have gone 3-1 at the time. Everton probably wouldn't have come back from 3-1 down to get anything in that game. So, it was a massive save and he's been a huge part of why Everton have stayed up. And Yeah, a, a good season, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, he's he's got that consistency now. He's he's um, he's got the levels where you expect, you know what you, you're going to get most weeks. And I think the, the players around them know that as well. Mm-hmm. Um he doesn't, you know, you you look at him and he doesn't make too many of those mistakes he was making where, you know, for a time anyway, where he, things were going through his hands and he was flapping at things or coming for things that he never had a chance of coming. I think he knows what he does. I think the defenders know what he what he does and he gives us that consistency and I think that consistency obviously um, has, helped, has helped keep him as the uh, England number one. And I think, you know, now and again, he does pull out an absolute worldie. I know people will look at maybe that if he was to, he should do more of that. Mm. But I suppose that's what separates the the absolute top top, top goalkeepers from the from that le- from the consistent goal. And I'm just glad we have now got a bit of consistency from him. I know people will say, he, you know, he, there are times when he does maybe makes the odd mistake or when he. Uh, his kicking can be sometimes erratic. I still think he's got that. He's still got that little bit in his game where 
sometimes things happen very quickly but i think now it it, it seems to more just affect his kicking more than his actual get his actual uh, you know his, his, his saving mm. because there was a time when he would he would things would happen really quickly and it would affect his decision making and he'd make a stupid mistake and it would lead to a goal i think now it is it just tends to be in his kicking which can seem can see us lose possession but it tends to be kicking the ball out rather than it being in in general play. So I, I'm I'm quite happy with Jordan Pickford. It's someone I wouldn't really want to lose unless it was a huge offer. Um, he he basically is the, the the you know the captain most of the time as well. Which and he just he, you know you you hear him talking as well, and he seems very calm in himself when he talks about. He seems very focused. If you ever watch him in the warm ups and stuff like that before mm-hmm. a game. Very professional, very very tuned into what what his job is, and I think that's a huge part of it. I think he's coming into um, a big part of his career now, um, and and hopefully that that part is with Everton. Yeah, yeah, good season. It was, his sofa score was six point ninety. I just had a look at last year. Got last year's there, and they had him at six eight seven last year. So he, he's slightly improved in um, mm. in. How they do their algorithm, or what what makes the the goalies better, whatever for them. So, a good season, and you know, clear. There's a lot of rubbish written about Pickford at times, and mm. the media have this fascination that other goalies are are better, and they should be England's number one. You know, Ramsdale who makes a lot of mistakes as well, and Nick Pope who's just not as good, even though he is a good goalie. You know, they're all good keepers, but Pickford for me is the clear, the clear England number one, and. And like you say, he's been a lot calmer since seeing. I think he's seen a sports psychologist, didn't he, a couple mm. of years ago? And since then, his form has been very good, and we've resulted in having another strong season for him. Like you say, he's been the captain at times. So, and I think as well with his kicking, it benefits him when he's got someone like Dominic Calvert Lewin mm. to hit, and we haven't had him a lot of the time. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you see his passing switching the plays, fantastic accuracy. Other times it's a little bit wavered, but that's footy, isn't it? Yeah, you know. I had them at uh, six point four seven mm. for my in my play the, in my player ratings. But so so again, it's uh, yeah, it's probably around the same ballpark. Yeah, they, they're so. obviously they they do for everything. Yours will be with your eyes now. You've rated mm. the performances, but now I think he's been good. Yeah, yeah, good. yeah. There you go. Uh, Begovic obviously uh, played the one game that we won he against won. West Ham. Clean sheet. So, so clean sheet. So his, his stats will be through the roof. But yeah, just well, he the... did also play in the four-one defeat at Bournemouth in the cup. So yeah, as good. but that's yeah, I suppose so. Mm. Uh, let's move on to Seamus Coleman, who played twenty-four times, five clean sheets, uh, one goal, uh, and it was a very very important goal it against was. Leeds United to get us the three points. Um, cross accuracy 41% Ed is leading to goals uh, just a one mm-hmm. so what have you made of Seamus Coleman yeah I think um, I think second half of the season he was, he was excellent uh, obviously Nathan Patterson started the season and was really good mm-hmm. in the opening half a dozen games or so and then got injured uh, uh, got injured for Scotland didn't he and Seamus come in and did okay, and then Pat's got back in, um, and then got injured again, and that's a little bit of a worry. I'm not going to lie. He's had a he's had a few spells off the team, Patterson, with injuries since he come. You know, he bad injury last season, um, 
Whitman, who's just about to make his debut, apparently, under Lampard, missed this, the end of the season and then obviously had to wait for this summer for his debut and in the Premier League and then did that. And then he's had three separate injuries now last season, so he's got to sort that out. Mm. But Seamus, in his, in his absence, has been fantastic and towards the end of the season was in great form. Uh, I know a lot of people, and probably me as well, is you want to you want to start looking at the, the future. Mm. Seamus at 34 isn't the future. He's open with that himself. He said it himself. But as a man, as a, a captain, uh, I think he's fantastic. And he put in some tremendous performances. And at times, he was the one reminding people on the pitch what it meant. And you see him making tackles, you know, and, and celebrating the tackles almost in, in games we've had to grind out. So, no, I think he's been... He's had a good, solid season. I know he's out of contract now. I think there is the talk that Everton are going to offer him another year. Um, I would like to see him play a lot less next season. And yeah. that's for both. That's because the, that means the team, for me, would be progressing in the right manner. And also to protect him a little bit as well. Because you don't want a situation where he's having to play all the time again and then the mm. performance is different. Because I think we have seen that with him. Yeah. I think... Like last season, they played a lot of games. His performance has dipped and it's unfair on him. He's had big injuries and hasn't been able to to do exactly what he was really good at. And it's, it's, he has changed. You can see it in the stats with his, his crossing accuracy and the goals. You know, there's a few years ago, he'd, he'd weigh in with a few goals mm. a season, whereas it's getting less and less. But I still think he's a tremendous fella to have around the place and he's... He, put in some big performances and we could have done with them the last few weeks of the season got injured against Leicester of course and missed the last few games but I think overall he had a, a good season yeah he's uh, it's hard to quantify Seamus Coleman again he, I mean football fans will know I mean listen there's, oh, yes, there's all kinds of different ways of looking at football now we look at it with such a heavy stats lens now and, and things but I think it's you've got you can't always quantify what someone means to a football club or what they mean around a football club. And when you hear people talk about Seamus Coleman and other players talking about Seamus Coleman and, and, and almost, you know the way he talks about what a football club means to him and what he'll do for the football club and play with injuries and obviously listen, you can't play with the injuries he's he's ended up at the end of the season after you know, what happened at Leicester. But I think people People will get so much out of that mm -hmm. who are other players and it rubs off on them. Yeah. But I still there are there are moments when you will when you will let that um you'll look at that situation and and, and romanticize about it. But mm -hmm. I still think he's a good player. I still think he's got lots to offer. I think when Dice came in he got a he I think maybe he found someone who wanted to do who wanted to do things the way almost he did things and mm. was willing to get down to the hard work and probably enjoyed that probably enjoyed that that going back to that probably what almost what he went through with, under Moyes mm. and I th I thought he was very consistent and and Patterson wasn't getting back into the team and it was only for that injury that it led Patterson to get back in and I I still think he's that attitude and that being probably first the training and, and last out and the way he the way he holds himself and carries himself, um, I think that's hugely important and sets standards. It mm. sets standards for others to take over from and say, 
Look how hard he's doing it, you know. 34, look how hard he's pushing himself every day. Mm. I still think you need that. I still think you need that as a football club. And and I think for next season, for me, he's got to be there. Um, and I, I think I, I think as a footballer, I still think he's very he's very clever. I think his defending is, is improved. Mm. And he's still got a little bit left in the tank. And as you said, you want to see someone like Nathan Passerton go on and take that position off him. But he has to take that position off him. He can't mm. just be handed it and mm. say, there you go. You've got it. Seamus Coleman will be pushing him every single day. Come, mm. come on, can you, have you got enough? And if he hasn't got enough, then you have to start asking that question of, well, we need to find someone who has got enough mm. to take it off him. So I thought he, I thought he had a, um, I thought this, as I said, he had a, he had a, certainly after Dice come in, um, he had a decent, decent season. Uh, I give him six point four oh. So, yeah, so for score at six point seven three for the season for him. Um, last season, they had them at 6.74. So so basically the same as mm-hmm. last year. And, you know, that's for a year on. And with a couple of injuries as well, that ain't, bad, ain't a bad mm-hmm. thing for him. And, I, listen, he's still a tremendous pro and you need that around the club. Too many, we've had too many players who don't give a about Everton yeah. Football Club. Simple as, he ain't one of them. Yeah, absolutely. And let's hope he gets, uh, let's hope he gets well. I believe yep. I believe he's progressing well, and um, he should be back for the hopefully for the, you know well you hope you hope. Uh, let's move on. Nathan Patterson, mm-hmm. obviously stop start season for him. Um, let's look at his stats. Played twenty one games, two clean sheets, no goals, no assists. Um, crossed accuracy ten percent, and errors leading to goals uh, one. So, a very frustrating season. Started really well. You know, you got to like the first six or seven games, and you look at him going, God, he's setting the stall out this season. Look, mm-hmm. he's got that attitude, real, you know, never say die attitude going for it. But once he got that injury for Scotland, the season just drifted away, really. Yeah, he had the, I mean, the, the derby at home in particular, he was fantastic in, and it was a. Uh... I remember at the time, it was the first time Luis Diaz hadn't dribbled past a, mm-hmm. uh, a defender. For him, yeah. And he'd start, you know, made all sorts of things in that game first and stopped Liverpool doing anything. And he was, we had that thing of he smashed and, Andre Robertson, didn't he? And mm. had a little bit of afters with him and celebrated tackles and all of that. And it was like, the kid's got it now. He's like mm. settled in. And he was a big part of Then we went on a six-game unbeaten run, didn't we, in that period? after losing the first couple, and he was a big part of it. I, I think he's got all the attributes to be a really good player for Everton. I think he's got to improve his forward play. I've seen him for Rangers and seen him for Scotland, and he does that really well. He hasn't quite done it at Everton. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know. You know, he's had the the one at Leeds. He should have scored right at the end. He should yeah. have won us the game. Yeah. I think... Liverpool was another one. He had a shot that deflected into the side net when he was in a good position. He's got to get that side of his game improved because he is an attacking fullback by nature. Mm. If you look at his career so far, and it is fledgling, he didn't play that many games for Rangers and, and he hasn't played that many games for Scotland, but he is used as an out, was used as an outball for them and was used as an attacking fullback. We ain't quite seen that at Everton. Get into the right area, start putting balls into zones. Start having more shots. Get yourself in that final third a bit more. Put crosses in. If he develops that side of his game, 
I think he'll be excellent. He's got that Scottishness in him that you love. <laughs> that like likes a tackle, likes a bit of a tenacious. Snap. I love that. I love that in yeah. my players. I don't tenacious. think they have too much of that. And I think Sean Dyke would love that if he settles down. But you're absolutely right. He's got to take that off Coleman. He, he can't be handed to him. He's got to improve every aspect of his game. He's got to want it. I'm here now, and if this is my shirt, and you're a 34, you're going to be sat on the bench. James mm. loves him. So you see that image after Bournemouth where the two of them are all hugging. Yeah, yeah. The two and both in the same position. Coleman's all. I think Coleman wants him to take yeah, it yeah. now. He's got to do it. He's, you've got to get to a stage in your career, haven't you, where you've got to you've got to be let, looking to let the next person take over sure. from you. You know, got your body. He's got to do better, Patterson. No, I I think I think for Patterson. I think people still forget how little football he's played, mm. you know, in his entire career. Mm. He'd only played 12 times for Rangers. Mm. You know, I think his body is still adjusting. And unfortunately, I think he's had to go, I think size-wise, I think size-wise, he's had to develop a lot physically mm. whilst, whilst being at Everton. Said he'd put, a lot, put weight on, put mm. muscle on. And maybe that transition period from being a skinny little kid to try and put the muscle on to play to in the compete, Premier League, yeah. which you have to, you have to. The the you know talking to uh, talking to Andy about this about Brantway playing in Holland. Mm. The difference is something like you know is it something like is it ten kilos or something? something like the play the difference between a striker in Holland and to a striker in the Premier League, and you can imagine that be the same in Scotland as well. So he's got to get over. These injuries, he's got, he's got to get his body right. He's got to, he's got to do that because, you know, breaking down in the Wolves game again after coming back and not being fit, and they've got to. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully it is like growing pains. Mm. Hopefully, and hopefully the manager can, they can get to the, not to the bottom of it because I don't think it's a, I'm, I, it's, I don't think it's a situation like Don. It's a different injuries. But hopefully it is that thing of like, it's his body adapting to taking more weight on, mm. to making more stress, more strain. And finding the solution so we can go out and be perfect for 30 games a season. Mm. And you will pick up the old injury, of course you will. But you've got to get to that level because I do think there's a good footballer in there. I think he has got that tenacity. I think he is getting better. He has to offer a little bit more. Of course, he does in the final third. And that will be something that will come with more confidence and playing and adapting to the Premier League. But you don't get that consistent run of games and playing week in and week out. Uh, how's that ever going to come? Hmm. His sofa score was uh, 6.66 over the season. So I had them at 6.14 for the season. Well, if so. that's, I mean, if your yours are tending to be like... Mine are based on emotion in my eyes. What I mean is, but yeah. yours are tending to be like 30 below what yeah. theirs are. So that's right, that's still the same kind of... Okay, mm. that might be 50 below what they've got them at, but that's still in that range, so... Yeah, it's about right. I like I said, he's, he's got. Can he improve? Hundred percent, he can. Does he need to? Yes, he does. Mm. But I think there are a lot of positives there for him. It's the it's the work in the final third for me that he's really got to really got really. to improve. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, he, he will stand still. And, and Seamus was huge at that. That was the big thing that that we took Seamus to heart with. He wasn't great defensively, but he was great going forward. So. We're looking for that, aren't we? And we'll notice it more at Everton because we'd, we'd notice it more with Michalenko, Luca Dean and Leighton Baines. We've be seen that. Coleman's there now, right back. We've never really took that on, but I think Patterson has got mm. the ability to. It's whether he can. 
yeah, let's move on to the left back position. So let's mm -hmm. it's uh, Vitaly Michalenko. Thirty-four games played, seven clean sheets, no goals, no assists, um, twenty-five percent cross accuracy, and error leading to goals no. none. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of games. Good to see him playing that amount of games. We know we finished the season with an with an injury. Mm -hmm. um, his issue, I mean, you look at all the, the full-backs, really, or all the three that played over the course of the season. I think, you know, one goal between one the goal. three of them. And yeah. I think, was there any assists between the three of them? And that, that is a major issue, isn't it? And um, Michalenko would not have in that competition, really. Ruben Vanagri played, you know, Hardly anything. A few minutes in the Premier League, and mm. obviously played in the um, in in the League Cup. But in terms of in terms, I mean, just in general, what what are your thoughts on Michalenko's season? Um, I th you know what I think he was all right. I think he was quite solid for most of it. I think we criticise him. <laughs> it's dead hard, I think, with. Just on, just touched on it there with mm. like the Patterson Colton thing. We've had two excellent left backs in the last ten years. Leighton Baines was fantastic, fantastic. Mm. Luca Dean was excellent forever. Mm. Um, dropped off towards the end, but I think he dropped off because of the what happened certainly with Benitez. That's why he dropped off massively there because he, he just didn't like him and he didn't believe in what Benitez was trying to do. And then we went from having two very attacking left-back to one who isn't attacking. Mm. He's more of a defensive left-back. And because we've lost creativity everywhere else as well, it, I think it shows Michalenko up massively because he isn't creative in any way, shape or form. He's just a solid left-back for me. Mm. Do we need better? Well, we, we just do because we need our full-back. I mean, you look at... Premier League fullbacks in general, they are quite attacking. Mm. If you look at the ones towards the top end of the league, they get goals yeah. and they're very attacking. He ain't that for us. I think for me, he's a he's a good solid left back, and that's that's it. So I think there's some games you look at him and go, he's had a, he's all over the place here, yeah. and I think other games he looks quite good in. He, he like performs in. So he's all right, I think. For me, I know you have a slightly different opinion. But I, I'm I think that. he's a good, solid backup left back. Mm, maybe, yeah. I, I think he's a good. I think he offers nothing going forward. No, he doesn't. Absolutely off nothing. Mm. I do think it'd help him if if we had the proper centre forward all season. But you're right. I do. I think. don't think he offers anything. And I mm. think I think defending. I think when he's given a job to do, I think he does the job. Mm. I think, but I don't think he. I don't think he has. I don't think he has enough about him to just be. To just, do you know the way you, when you watch Baines and when you watched um, Dean most of the time, there was a, there's a, like a, there's just a, a grace to the way they play, mm. which is it all comes dead easy, mm. and I don't think he's got that. I think he almost has to think about everything he does, mm. and I, I just think he's not good enough to play in the Premier League as a starting left back. I think he can play as a start. Of course, we've seen him, and I think he can do a good job. <laughs> I think he can do a good job. Mm. But I just don't think he's good enough. I think he is a player that you will have if you are a team near, near the bottom of the of the table. I think he he's got they've got to get someone to push him, because the person he had didn't even push him. 
to the point no. where he didn't, they didn't even bring him on no. in games to add anything to them. So, the, so to me, he's someone where you look at it and you think, can this lad jockey for a position? Well, mm-hmm. maybe if you had someone having a go at him every week mm-hmm. and improving him and pushing him yeah, yeah. and saying, my shirt now, take this off me. And I think that's where Everton have got to have got to get someone because you can't be looking and going, well, we're putting Ben Godfrey in there or we're putting Mason Holgate in there. Everton have got to go out and buy someone better than Michalenko. If they make the mistake of going, well, we're going to buy an understudy, then that's a huge mistake. Buy somebody to be better than them and you'll improve Michalenko. Mm. You're not going to improve him by someone, buying someone who's worse than them. And I think that's, that'll be hard. Of course it'll be hard. But we've got to look at the whole thing and say, if we improve the team one player at a time, which is what you do. Because I was watching something the other day and I was just thinking, the difference ever, the difference of an Everton team with Yeri Mina fit and Dominic Arvind Loon fit took, literally just took us from there to there. Mm. And I think it's the same in every position. Start making it better one position at a time. And I think left-back's a position where you can instantly, for me, that I'm not... To me, I know people will, and I've got no issue if they want to, but I think a lot of people look at left-back with Nikolenko and go, that's fine. I don't think it is. I think that's a position where instantly I'm like, improve that position, and you will improve the team, because I think it's such a big position. The stats, no goals, no 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 assists. Mm. That, to me, is... A, people might go, he's a left-back. Left-back left scorer and the assist. Now, mm. they've, you've got to weigh in. That's why... Baines and Dean were so important to us mm. because they did both. Mm. And I think that's where, when you're looking at the team and you're saying, where did your goals come from? Well, we got five from here and, f- and our, our left-back and our right-back weighed in with five each. Mm. That's where suddenly your team, you go, yeah, it goes from there games, to there. Mm. And I think that, to me, and I, don't get me wrong, he's, he'll, he, he's honest at the, as the day's long. Mm. He'll work hard for you. He'll do, he'll set, he's a standard setter as mm. well. He's a there's so and I and I understand there'll be so much going on in his life mm. that we can't appreciate yeah. with everything going back on, into his home country. But to me, go and buy someone who's better than them and say fight for your shirt and let's see a bit more of them. But where do you, yeah, I'm not, not like disagreeing. Where where because Everton have obviously got Ishi Samuel Smith as well, who's yeah. just about to turn seventeen. He's highly rated at the football club. Yeah, he's yeah. playing in the 21s already in Everton. I think he's someone who they're looking at and going, he's actually going to be our yeah. left back. Is there a danger, though, if you put someone else in front of him, if we fall into no. Thierry Small? No, because there's a danger at the moment that we've only got one left back. Mm. There's a danger that we haven't got a very good left back. Mm. I mean, going back, go and, go and scour Europe, try and find a 27-year-old, 26-year-old mm. who you can give three years to. And it'll be three years and then they'll go back to whatever country they've come from mm. or something like that. Go and buy a really solid pro who and have the plan. Who, yeah, and the plan is that it is in three plan. years' time, that's you. That's you you taking that place or you're fighting for that place. Mm. Don't 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 necessarily I mean, listen, if there was a twenty three year old left back out there, he was amazing, ever yeah, well, you sign anyway, yeah, him, don't you? you do. And then maybe in three years' time you sell him. And make a big profit on them. Go and try and get well, Burnley being the boxy, but Matson who's just been a Burnley for yeah. on loan from Chelsea. Excellent. Excellent. Someone yeah. mentioned Marl. Yeah. The Hub Marl. Mm. Who's me and Piv done stuff on a few years ago. Right or left back, brilliant. But plays yeah. both plays both positions like there is there is natural position. Excellent. To me, if you buy anyone now and you look at it and you think it's probably gonna be a three year turnaround, mm. 
And if you make money on them and then you've got a kid coming through, isn't that the ideal situation? Mm. I just don't think you can... I just think it, it's dead easy for me. See, mm. see, we need a left back. No, yeah. We haven't got another left back. Mm. We need one. We need so one. go and buy a better one. Mm. And that way, you've suddenly got two jo jostling yeah. for each other. I think that way. I think that'll work I'm for everyone. Make it an attacking one. Yeah, because that's what you need. Uh, I give him. I give him five point six seven for the season. Incredible. He got. He got six point six seven. No. From, obviously, the algorithm. Yeah. The last season, it was at six point eight five. Um, from 13 games you obviously got a goal which, which boosts that so overall they, they give him a lot of because yeah. obviously clean sheets and stuff help so he's had a solid season you've massively underscored him I haven't I just don't think he's good enough it's as simple as that I've got eyes I just don't think okay. he's good enough okay. I think and I think we have to improve right let's move on to the next player is uh, James Tarkowski mm -hmm. played every single game this season um, in the Premier League certainly uh, nine clean sheets, scored one goal, obviously a massively important goal mm -hmm. uh, against Arsenal. One assist, clearances, uh, 5.2 per game. Uh, errors leading to goals, none. So, huge, huge season. A lot of people, when we were bringing them in last year, questioned this sign and 29-year-old just being part of the Burnley squad that obviously got relegated. A mm -hmm. um, lot of large figures bandied about for the wages. But it turned out very much like I thought it would be, which would be a really consistent, solid defender that you could, you know, depend on every single game. Yeah, brilliant signing. Uh, absolutely brilliant signing. Been excellent all season. Probably the number of bad games he's had, you could put on one hand. Um, played every minute, the only Premier League player to play every minute of the Premier League season, only outfield player. Uh, from any club to play in every single minute of every outfield game, you know, of every game this season in the Premier League. So, outstanding. You can look at whether he's on 80 grand a week, 85 grand a week, but Everton didn't pay any money for him. Mm. So, when you balance that across what his wages are, it was a tremendous signing. Consistent, tone setter. Anything goes off, he's the first one in there. Yeah. So, out, defends people. I love him. I think he's been brilliant, and I think, I think he's, you know, one of those defenders that can. It's that you just need in your team because you need someone you can depend on. You need someone who, who will bring that calmness. Mm. Should he do better than the opponent's box? Absolutely, he should. He's big and he's strong and he gets up well, and we want to see a bit more of that next season. But I think he's been a tremendous signing and. It's now about getting the right partner next to him. Yeah, I think we've been we've been crying out, haven't we, for that consistency over the last two or three Reminds years. Reminds me of Jack Elke in, no, in he a does. way of just he does. gets he, on with his job. He does, just gets on with it, mm. gets involved when he needs to. Um, just it, He's very unassuming as much. And you'd, have th you'd have thought when Dice come in, you'd, like, the temptation would be slap the captain's armband on him, all that kind of thing. Don't think he needs any of that. I think he just gets on with his job. I think he had a few, when they played... When they were playing three at the back early on with Lampard, I think mm. he was there was almost nervy moments with that. Him, he it, was, so. you, know, you know, being on the left hand side and he being asked them on the ball. Yeah, or... being on the ball, and think he got caught out a few times. Although but, you know what, when he was at Brentford, he was he was the one bringing the ball. Out. He no, was a good footballer. I just think I just think switch, but... I just think because a lot of it, I just think it's early as it well. It just didn't it? it it didn't sort of sit well, sit right. 
But I think as the season's gone on, he's had, he has had different partners. Obviously, played with Cody for a, for a time. I mean, don't forget that on the first day of the season, you know, with Yeri Mina and Ben Goffey starting next to him, and they both got injured in that. So he's had to have different partners during the season. But that's what we were missing because we haven't had that consistency for a while of that one player all the way through the season who's solid. Mm. Of course, we've had Michael Keane, but he's not up to that level. No. Um, so he was huge. And to play every minute and to have someone that the manager could, can count on to have, you know, when Sean Dice come in, suddenly he had a... We obviously see him score on his... On, on, on his on the first game, but obviously I think he got it was it Chelsea for the Corey's goal and mm. we saw more and more of him at the back post and, and keeping the ball alive and again he's he's that no not he's a no nonsense defender. He probably has got a little bit more to him, but tends not to not get involved with it because he knows how important it is just to defend. Mm. And I think I think he was worth his weight in gold this season bringing him in. Yeah, absolutely. The, the... The best signer of the summer mm. for me, easily. Um, all things considered, so just a brilliant season. So for score, Adam Everton's top highest scorer at seven point two Um and he was for me. He was he was Everton's player. Adam at six point four nine. Okay, which is is it's very it's very high. It's probably not the highest, though, is it for you? There's only actually. One other, there's only one player who's higher. Okay. Only one player. So again, that shows you how I scored them. Mm. So there was no, no. So even even you being a little bit harsher, he's still up there. Oh yeah, he's the, so. he's the, he's the. Well, he's the. For me, he's the highest over for someone who's played twenty five games. Mm. There's only one one person who's got more than him, and he played less than twenty. He had, he started less than twenty five. Mm. Okay. So so yeah, no, he was he's been brilliant, Sam. Again. You know what a what a great signing and and a, it, to me that's how you build the defense. That sounds stupid saying it at thirty years of age, but I'm looking short term. He is mm. the one you're looking to partner people with now because mm. I think, like you said, he's consistent and and he's got everything that you need. He's got the, the doesn't mind putting his foot in. He'll sort any anything that goes off out, and I think he's he's really good. Mm. Yeah, said that again, and he's dependable, and we can depend on him next season, and that's the that's the most important thing. And if you are looking to put someone like Jared Brantwaite in the team, you've got him to put him alongside, and I think that really helps. Uh, let's move on to Connor Cody. Mm. Played twenty four times, uh, seven clean sheet, one goal, um, one assist. Technically, two goals. Did he get the goal at Man United? He did score at United, yeah. So he and he got the one at Southampton. Mm. Um clearance is three point five. Errors leading to goals that one, is it? Yeah. Um again a lot of talk about Connor Cody because obviously Everton, as we they've obviously confirmed he'll be going back to Wolves, uh, which has upset a few people. But again, in terms of someone coming in. Uh, he came in at literally the most perfect time. Yeri mm. Mina got injured, Ben Goffey got injured, and it meant he could go in the team. You know, I think people sort of forgot this. He went in the team, and it meant Michael Keane and Mason Olgate didn't come into the team. Although Mason Olgate went into a three, a three, mm. but when he came in, it was just absolute perfect timing, wasn't it? Um, and those two built a decent partnership. I know we, I know. It's, again, sometimes the eye test. And the stats test were two completely different things. Mm. But 
again getting a centre back to come in at that time was massively important and we try, trying to build something and get us defensively solid which again we weren't conceding loads of goals but we were conceding a lot of chances which mm. again as the season gone on that sort of played out in that case but but for a loan a pretty solid good loan especially from another premier league team yeah we i mean we've we have been the kings of useless loans haven't we really um it's played out over the last few and we did have one mm. early last season as well but he was he was good for me made his debut villa and even though we lost the game he, he had a decent game and then from there Everton had six games unbeaten and he mm. was key in in a lot of them including obviously a goal down at southampton as well and at the the gold chalked off against Liverpool yeah, by a yeah. millimetre, which I mean. But right. again, that was huge because I think yeah. when they scored that, when he celebrated, I think it got a lot of it fans was like, he's one of us. Mm, he want, he's not, doesn't care. It's yeah. them, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, listen, he, people are upset over and ever not taking it on. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that's the end of the matter because he's he's into his final year mm. and that runs down a little bit. Wolves start going. Do we actually want him? We're not going to mm. play him, and we might get two million quid for this fella now or whatever. So we may well end up back at Everton. But if he doesn't, he was a good, solid loan, and I thought he'd done well. And yeah. in the main, okay, he made. He was, I think, Dykes treated them a little bit harshly, um, but he did make a couple of errors, and and therefore had no problem when Sean Dykes took him out the side because he he mm. made a poor error against Liverpool at Anfield, it was, it was awful defending for the Gakpo goal. And the Buendia goal at Goodison was poor, the way he let him, you know, he should have got tight and he didn't, he one little dummy threw him off the game. And Dyke took him out because he made a couple of a mistake, I know yeah. the same one error there, but he'd made a couple of a mistakes, but then Michael Keane came in and for me was, was really bad and should have been dragged back out the side for Cody to come back in and I just didn't like that, that. Mm. What was good for one wasn't good for the other. But in general, I think, and he, he, he was back in the side for our most important yeah. game of the season and, and kept, we kept the clean And probably would again. have been in the week before if it hadn't been Wolves, of obviously. Of course, yeah, of course he would. And, and, you know, we ended up with a clean sheet, which I think for him is a great way, yeah. to, a great way to finish. But I think, like you said, it was a good loan. Mm. And, you know, he'd he done a really good job for us. So he's actually my highest rated player at 6.55. But obviously he played... Started 14 less games mm. than 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 um, James Tarkowski. So mm. for the what 0.06 that he's got more than them. Um, uh, I, yeah, he, 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 so six. I don't know what it was. What did he get on social skills? Six point seven nine. So yeah, you know, again looking at the other defenders, there's one. Two, three have got higher than him. Mm. Tarkovsky being one of them. Uh, the other one's laughable, but I'll say that in a minute. Um, but yeah, no, good, good, good loan, good loan, and we'll see what happens with him. And if if it doesn't, if he doesn't end up back at Everton, good luck to him because he come in. I think with Connor Cody, I think he gave everything. Mm. Every time he pulled the blue shirt on, I think he gave everything yeah. to the cause. Yeah, I, th I think. Yeah, I think he's. I think he's one of them where you look at it and you do feel. When you when you when you look at football the other way the romantic side of things and you look how much he has, you know. I'd some... rather have him than not have him, but I understand. No, 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 I no. Understand no, I understand why we wouldn't no, pay no. the money for I him. I think you look at the other side of it and you see a fella who apparently was a, a big red and and all those things and he come in and he 
everything was Everton and his kids are in Everton kits and his kids are going to Finch Farm and he threw himself into the football club and mm -hmm. and I think a lot of people love that. I know it's not for everyone. I know in a in a in an era where we it is all stats and you there has to be like a hard side of it and decisions need to be made properly and I get that. Mm. But that's for football clubs to make those decisions. As fans, mm. we will still look at it and look look at someone of with a fondness will, yeah. and say, He did give everything for mm. our football club and professionalism, uh, yeah. attitude, all so, of that, yeah. Absolutely. It's good. Yeah, so fair play to him. Mm. Let's move on to Michael Keane. 14 games, three clean sheets, uh, one goal, which was obviously a huge goal against Spurs. Two assists, including the one against Wolves. Um, clear Forest, yeah, mm. clearances, uh, 4.6. Error leading to goals. Zero, is that? Zero, which is laughable. No, I know, but there's different ways of looking at it, yeah. isn't it? There's errors leading to goals, which are like, yeah, is the ball make on score. Oh, and there's yeah. errors where, like, bad positioning and all that and kind of thing. And giving the ball away. And giving yeah. the ball, yeah. He did, yeah. He, there must be, they get two penalties away. Which, that isn't an error leading to the chance. Well, but anyway. Stats, mate. Stats. It, is, it is. Fair play. So, what are your thoughts um, on? Michael Keane. Um, I think he did okay at times. And at other times he was Michael Keane, which is once the confidence goes a little bit, he's easily got it. I still think he does things in games like spares at home. The ball's running away from goal and he makes a challenge that he knows is a penalty. It's going to be a penalty and he kicks out. He, he doesn't seem to be aware at times of what's around. I just think it's a confidence thing. I think if he's up against a big, powerful like striker, I think he, he has good games. I think he's good in a low block. I just think I've not seen it. But then again, I think he's really calm in the, in the other penalty area. And he's got those things, which, you know, like you said, a big goal against Spurs. Great mm. strike. Done brilliantly at Wolves when he, he kept the ball alive and pulled it across for it. Yeah, he mean, it was good play. Didn't just lash at it and hope for the best. Threw it across in a danger area. You know, he's, he's almost done better than the opponents penalty area than he has ours but I just think for Michael Keane I think too much has gone on now I think at Everton where he's been in and out I think for him a fresh start would be good for him and I think confidence wise it'd help him but he, he was okay he was okay <laughs> he was okay um, no. no, but he got in at the start. He's not good enough. He's not good yeah. enough. He's just not good enough. No, well, we he's, know ne that, he's never we? been good enough. We know that. And and someone needs to make a decision. It's again, it's that. Thing. I think he'll move on personally. I think himself. Well, he should have moved on in January, but obviously, um, the club who were interested, I think, was Forest and Everton were never Southampton. Yeah, and, and Everton were not gonna gonna allow him to go to one of those clubs. So, but I do I do think now is the time, and mm. I think it the dice thing complicates it. But to me, it's just not good enough. And he, he'll have, it's that thing of not knowing whether he's going to have a, oh, he's all right today, mm. which it is. It's like, he's all right today. Or you look at him and go, oh, he, he, he's made that mistake. That, like, you know, like the goal away to Chelsea, just <laughs> flicking it away and then it falls to him. And, and it's those goals where you're just like, put your, put your foot through it mm. or whatever. And Spares it all. To me, it's the, to me, I look at him and think, we know what we're going to get from you. And maybe that's what, maybe managers don't mind that. Maybe managers look at it and go, well, yeah, well, he's all right. And I know what I'm going to get out of it. But when you look back at the Leicester game and you see how bad he was in that game and the manager just like hooked him 
There was no big fanfare. It was just like, you're done, mate. Uh, we're bringing Yerry Mina Newcastle back. Newcastle at home. He was shocking. He's, Fulham he's at just, home. He's he not, was poor. He's not... There are, there are, you know, I, he brought him back on the team to deal with a lot of stuff in the air, but that's not how footy works. The ball doesn't instantly go over to you and instantly go over to you because mm. that's what you want. And you can't be switching positions. So, to me, it's done. It was done last year. It's just, no, it it's just dragged on but again. I think Frank Lampard would have sold him. Yeah, oh if yeah. anyone yeah. come in, if anyone bid for him last summer, he would have gone. Lampard mm. had almost washed his hands of him. Mm. He'd gone, nah, mate, your time's up. You've had a go at it here. You've been good at times, yeah. and at other times you've not been consistent enough, and I need consistency, and that's yeah. why Tarkovsky was brought in. He was literally brought in to replace Michael Keane. Yeah. When he's got in, at times he's done all right. Other times, Everton have fell apart because his confidence goes and he yeah. can't have it. So, it's time for him is to move on right now. It's ready for him to go. Um, I was just laughing because Sofa scored... Oh, they look giving something amazing. Sofa score gave him 6.8. Oh, which is higher than Cody by 1.1. But obviously, that's because of the goal yeah. uh, and the assists and stuff. And then some Less games. games. Less games as I well. give him 5.36. <laughs> Okay. Which I think is about right. No, we did have some awful games. When he got back in, he had some decent games, but in general, he had awful games. Mm-hmm. I think Everton only kept... Am I right in saying he don't, when he got back in, was it only one or two clean sheets? Mm-hmm. I think it might have yeah. only been one. Anyway, um, no, either. Listen, Let's the, move the on. right for him to It is. Off. Let's move on. Ben Godfrey played 13 times. Clean sheets, one. No goals, one assist. Uh, clearances per game 2.4 errors leading to goals 0 mm-hmm. uh, obviously broke his leg on the opening day which was huge um, and obviously then we never got him back did we till Boxing Day was he? he played against Man City didn't mm-hmm. he obviously so mm-hmm. he came back obviously for Boxing Day yeah. um, played against Man City where he did alright actually winding Haaland up he did yeah. um, but again just some he I feel sorry at times for Ben Godfrey because someone needs to sit him down and work out where he's going to play and what his best position is. Now, his best position isn't right back. No. His best position isn't left back. And I'm not sure his best position is centre-back. But he is. if he's going to be anything, he's going to be centre-back. I know you'd like to see him given that opportunity in midfield. I don't think he's. I don't think he's alert. So mm-hmm. I don't think he's alert. No, what I've said is that was no, where no. his most of his career games were in defensive midfield before Norwich have moved him to centre back. My problem with him at centre back is sometimes he's just not aware no. enough, and therefore when you're not positionally aware and you're the last line of defence for the goalie, it's an issue. Whereas if you are great positionally in front mm. and you've got two centre backs sitting behind you. It's not such a big thing. Is he good enough on the ball? No, not really. What he is in would be in that defensive midfield position would yeah. be he's good in a tackle. He can travel with the ball and he's competitive. Is that good enough? I don't know. I think he's an but athlete. He's be I think he's an athlete mm. who gets who would get away massively with being an athlete in the championship. I think once you come into the Premier League, as he did, obviously coming back to the Premier League. Mm. I think you have to progress season on season. I think at first people go, oh, he's, raw, he's, he's raw, but he can do this and he can. And look at the pace of him. Mm. 50 50s is amazing and all that. Mm. 
I think you have to progress in the Premier League and you can't stay at the level. And I don't think he's improved since the first season. I really don't. I think he stayed at that level. And I think we all thought, well, he'll he'll develop and he'll become a good centre-back because the pace is there and the physicality is there. Can't it. It's time and terrible. Well, that's because he's a midfielder. He, he doesn't he doesn't, he doesn't smell danger. He He's great, don't get me wrong, get like those, uh, getting back mm. and... Likes a tackle. Likes a tackle. But I don't think that's enough to play in the Premier League. I think you've got to be... I think they've got to have more about you. But he's got to be fit and available. Mm. The problem you've got, Frank Lampard would have played him every week because mm. he'd love the pace and the recovery pace. Yeah. If he would, don't forget, he, he got injured 12 mm. minutes into Lampard's Everton career against yeah. Brentford in the Cup. Went off with the injury and was yeah. out for two months. And therefore, he's had stop start. He got fit again. Then he missed the very end of it. He come back and then broke his leg. Mm. Then he's come back in and played and got injured again. And that has been for the last couple of seasons. Because don't forget, under Carlo, he was playing regularly and he was doing he was doing well mm. under Ancelotti. Really, he had a couple of dodgy moments, but he was doing well. He's had stop start since he had COVID when Benitez was yeah. here and he had the problem with his heart after his heart mm. was inflamed because of Covid mm. so he, he, he took him a while to get fit again got fit got the an injury injury and that's been the problem mm. so I think his development as a centre back has gone because he's never been there long yeah. enough now if he'd come back to pre-season fit and ready and had a full pre-season and it was like I'm ready and could play games then maybe with someone like Dykes is, is coaching or mm. whatever because he was a centre-back himself you might get that bit of consistency of being in one thing but you've got to be fit there's no point going I'll do it now and then you play six games yeah. and you're out again he's 25 you now can, you can't see him playing in a two though can you he only really played in a three last season <sighs> centre-back that's because of Lampard though I think the two he'd have to play every week with Tarkovsky he'd have to play every week before you'd know and you would it'd be 10 games but but I'm like you, I still look and go, just positionally I'm a little bit worried. But he could turn around and go, it's just because I've not had the games though. Yeah, maybe. But... So it's a it's a tough call. Because mm. I want I personally I want Brantwaite in. Yeah, I I give him I give him five point two for okay. the season. So for score given six point four two, he was the lowest of Evans yeah. defenders. Um I think the previous season he was I think he was up six seven something, was yeah. he? So a quick look, Ben Godfrey, 6.76 the previous season. Um, so he's at 6.42, like you said, Everton's yeah. lowest. In fact, I think, was he Everton's lowest player overall? Yeah, he was Everton's lowest scorer overall. Fair dues, fair dues. Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's got to be a decision. There's, a there, there's got to be a decision made on like, his yet. future mm. of what he's still going to do with him. Because, mm. again, it's that... Again, we're going to come on to another player who's... who's Who's, you can you can this will be Ben Godfrey in two years if if they don't sort yeah. this out, yeah. and Go that on, is man. Mason Holgate. Mm. Played nine times, one clean sheet, no goals, no assists, three point three clearances a uh, game, and uh, no errors leading to goals. Um, again, Mason Holgate, right back, left back, no. centre back. He's not a left back. In a in a three, he did actually look all right. When he when he got injured in the season, he was looking all right when he came back into the team. That's yeah, why. and when he got injured in Brentford, it was like people were like, oh god, it's not good. Mm. But he's another one. He needs like games, a run of games to get into that 
he's no good coming in and just coming in and obviously he got sent off at Crystal Palace. He'd been horrendous. And he's another, he is another one. Mismanaged because yeah. of all the different managers. No one sorted a position out for him, just become a utility player because of the la because the squad, don't forget as well, these players, it's because the squad is so bad that there are gaps that these players have to fill mm. because of that. And you don't make decisions on them then instead of going, right, we've got four centre-backs and you're our fifth, so we don't see a future for you. Yeah. So you're going, they go, oh yeah, but he could fill in at right-back. And it means you don't carry an extra right-back or something or yeah. whatever. And that's, again, the football club. And it makes an Allgate as a product of that, of a player who came in, who, who people looked at and going, God, just that John Stones, same path. And you're thinking, could be a player there. Could be a player we get him. Get we get him. You get his head right. Get him focused on football. And he's been. He's drifted. He's drifted. He's drifted. And now he's only played nine times in the season. And it's like, let him go for his own sake. Mm. Yeah, he's twenty-seven. Later in the year, nine games, um, and a few of them there. He were patched up jobs at the end of the season. Right back, left back. Mm. You know, it's a come on a sub at Wolves, which will be one of his games. Just not being, again, another one, injuries, but but being mismanaged, can't hold the position down because he can't get enough games because he'll get in and then he'll make an error and someone will go, no, actually, don't fancy him. And he's, he's someone I personally think needs to move. Mm. He needs a fresh start. I think at Evan, mm. he's done. Yeah. He's done because I just don't think, if, you, if you're nearly 27 and you've never been a... It was a few years ago under Carlo where I thought he's, he'll be our number one centre back because yeah, yeah. he looked like he was switched on. Absolutely, he was playing really well, and then he he done what Mason Holgate does in a friendly against Preston, made a stupid Cruyff turn for no reason, got injured, and has never really really yeah. recovered from it. He's been patched up back and back in again, and and for if I was him, I would be looking to get away from Everton this summer. Just at twenty seven, go and play games, go and get a career going. Um, because I just it's it's just not gonna happen at Everton. He's not gonna be a yeah, centre back yeah. at Everton. No. And therefore it's a pity for him because a few yeah. years ago, like I said, I had big hopes for him and hoped that he was gonna be mm. someone who could play out from the back, got that bit of needle about him. Um and he's not kicked on, he's not really been given the chance to kick on either. No. So some of it's his fault, some of it's our fault. But together mm. it's it's like a toxic relationship now. I think it needs ending, and I think for him and his sake, he should move on. Yeah, I give him um, 5.06. So the lowest. So he's the lowest. Um, Sofa score was 6.58. He was the second lowest defender after Ben Goffrey. Yeah, he he was was mainly poor. He was mainly poor. As I said earlier on the season, yeah, he did all right, but... Uh, yeah. But isn't that just him though? He, he no, got no, in and was it. playing well in that three. He's another one though. He's another one. Who, he's gone. another one who needs games. He needs get. I know. I mean, all players do. All players need games. Mm. Need a run of games, getting themselves going, getting themselves familiar with with it back again. If you drop them in for one game, doesn't I mean the game against Palace. I mean, what did he think was going to happen? And it, it was just when he played left back against Man City, the same thing. Anybody? It's just what do you think is going to happen? You you're setting them up to fail. Mm. That's not their positions, mm. and. You know, again, he's another one who's gonna, whose career is gonna be uh, looked upon poorly because no one had a plan, and he was, oh, he's versatile. He can do this and do that, and 
Sad, really sad. Uh, let's move on to our last defensive player. It mm. is, of course, Yeri Mina, who obviously has now left the football club. Played eight, time, eight times, one clean sheet, two goals. Uh, clearances, four point, well, four. Um, <laughs> Early into goals, none. Um, obviously, Yeri came back into the side. Uh, it was hugely important. Of course, he got injured on the first day of the season as well. Um, yeah. Typical. Again, same thing with Yeri Mina. No one really trusts him. They come back January time, sat on the bench, played one game. Coming back on Boxing Day and scored against Wolves, if you remember. Uh, that's a put us 1-0 mm -hmm. up and we go and lose the game. Yeah. Um, and it was January, he was back in the side, wasn't he? And then Lampard got sacked and he was back out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, played the week before West Ham, didn't mm -hmm. he? Sat on the bench then till the till the Brighton game. Mm -hmm. Till the Brighton game. and then fit as well, I Fit, play, sat on the bench and then... Yeah, it was a case of finishing the season and, and obviously done really, really well in those games. Um, obviously got the goal at Wolves. Mm, huge goal. Huge goal for, for, for just the yeah, confidence and everything else. But just, you know, and uh, was a just the, the difference, the difference with the fit Yeri Mina and everybody else, you know, apart from obviously Tarkowski. But the difference was just huge. Just a big presence, wind up merchant, a threat of set pieces, someone who you you looked at when he was when he's playing properly and you think you can't be beaten in the air. Mm. Just yeah. And it's it's a real shame he's left. I can understand listen, I fully understand why Everton didn't give him a new contract. We all we all know that. But just come right at the right time, I think, just to get us obviously over the line. Yeah. It it'd either been fit then I would if he'd have been a player that didn't get injured, mm. two things would have happened in my in my mind without a shadow of a doubt. A, Everton had never been in any kind of trouble mm. over the years, last couple of years with him, if he played thirty five games a season. Or B, he wouldn't be playing for Everton. Everton would have got a big, big offer for him. Yeah. Because for me when he's fit and on it, there's not many better around in the Premier League and I mean that mm. he's dominating he's a threat in both boxes he's horrible to play against people have this thing where he gets done for pace very rarely have I seen anyone leave him mm. behind yeah. he, he runs awkwardly because he's six foot five he's ungainly but yeah. he's not he doesn't get left for dead it's no. either his good position or he's quicker than people think um, that being said sadly Injuries have always played a part. He came with a broken toe, if you remember Barca, yeah. Yeah. skated over that on the medical. Um, and that kind of set the tone for him. But he did he did play 30-odd games a couple of years on the run. Yeah. But the last two years, he has been played with injury. Um, and that's really been bad for us. And Colombia started this playing him three games in a week. That, you know, and, that's and actually that, that was like literally was the, the downfall yeah, of him. that was the beginning of the end wasn't it and that kind of ruined him um but undoubted quality when he's fit and on it and he played the last four games for everton we lost one against manchester city which is everybody loses to manchester city it seems mm. so there was no shame in that one like you said big goal at wolves done it done an Instagram post the night before the Bournemouth game saying I'll keep us up and all that 
um, farewell and all this, one last dance, and he was good to his word. Made an absolutely huge block in the first half of that Bournemouth game from Sri Lanka. Mm. Um, but may have saved it, I don't know, but it mean it got the block in anyway. Um, was there and winding Sri Lanka up and getting in his face mm. and doing all the dark art stuff that you love to see at times. And it was just a huge reason why we stayed up at the end of the season. And, and disappointed he's gone yeah, from yeah. just because I loved him in, in terms of what he mm. brought. But, I, but in equal measure, you cannot have someone who's on big wages like he was, who's never available yeah. for you. And yeah. it was the, absolutely the right decision to let him go. But he, he played a big part. Yeah, I, it is sad because it's that it's the what if factor, isn't it? Mm. The, always the what if factor. Mm. What you know, you know, you know when he plays, what he's going to give you. You mm. know that that he's such a he's such a a presence, and you just think if Everton could have had him for you know what Tarkowski's played this season, if they'd had them, you know, if he'd average say thirty games every season. Then Everton would have done much better because he's a much better defender than than the other players we had. And yeah, I, I, it's a sad one. It's a sad one to see him go. But you fully understand it because he did frustrate you at times. You know, people would even look at the situation and go, "Well, there's no point playing him because he'd get injured." But then towards the end of the season, we were like, "Well, you've got your five subs. We've got three centre backs or two centre backs sitting on the bench. What's the? You might as well give him a go." Mm. And he got through all of those games, you know, <laughs> without an issue. So. Um, for the season, I give him six point north three, um, which yeah isn't bad mm. considering considering that we top player at six point five five or whatever it was. So, um, but though I imagine those last four or five game or four games or whatever it was, he would have had probably an average about seven, I think, mm. or maybe more than that. Because I thought he done really well in those games, and that, and at the end of the day, they they were the ones that got us over the line, as I said. So uh, sad to see him go, but again, you've got to be brutally honest about where we are and what mm -hmm. and, and what we want to do, and uh, you can't be giving new contract out to players who just don't play games of football. Yeah, so for score, given seven points to well, same with Tarkovsky, what he got for the season. Obviously, a yeah. hugely less uh, sample size mm. than you know eight games compared to thirty nine, but. That's what he got, 7.20, which was the equal top. I probably, this, see, because he only played a few games, it would only have taken me one game to destroy him. And I imagine that one game to destroy him was Bournemouth when we got beat. So that will have probably dragged his numbers mm. right down, I imagine, because he only played that many ga few mm. games. So, um, but yeah, uh, just, just, you know, whatever. Just glad he played the last few he games. He done what we needed yeah, him to exactly. do at the end, and we, and we got know. through it. He was Bonnie Tyler's hero. He was. That's what I heard anyway. Well, that's what we were hoping There you for. go. That is the defence part of our season review. We'll be back, obviously, to talk about the midfield. And I don't even know we've got a striker on. Um, yeah. <laughs> I am at the video. Oh, Obi, you're a striker. Ten, no, he's in midfield. Oh, is he? A okay? ten-minute video of the striker on Obi. Can we? We'll have to move Obi into the strikers, surely. No, no, leave him in midfield. Okay. It's all good. Just what well, you'll have to watch. Yeah. Which will he make it in midfield? Oh, yeah, striker. that's why you're going to have to watch him. Hopefully doesn't give that away. Yeah. There you go. So make sure you stick around to check out those videos. Make sure to give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you want more great videos, join us over Sophie TV Premier. The link is in the description and the QR code will be on the screen in a second. Bye.